Hi and welcome to Creating Cadence, a podcast for life and work in motion. I'm your host, Mish Bondizio, a writer, coach and consultant, and the founder of Growth Sessions. You can find out more about what I do over at growthsessions.co. This podcast is for people working in creative and digitally focused industries. The focus is on topics which help you to create more momentum, work with more purpose, and live with more intention. Today's episode of Creating Cadence is all about procrastination. Procrastinating is a common occurrence, first because of the way that our brain is built, and second because it's become a default response when we experience high stress over time. Procrastination can derail our good intentions and our productivity, and it can stop us from building momentum and creating cadence in our life. So in this episode, I'll be looking at what it is and what causes it, and we'll also look at three simple things that you can do to help you get your attention back on track. So first up, what's causing us to procrastinate, even though we know that it can be an unhelpful behavior? From an evolutionary perspective, our brain is wired to seek pleasure and safety, and avoid danger, pain and discomfort. So whenever we're faced with something challenging, our brain's survival mechanism wants us to move towards something more appealing or secure, and move away from that threat. Our brain also values immediate rewards over future rewards. So if the goal or outcome you're working towards is a long way off, your brain can get bored and want to rebel by procrastinating. Then there's our current world context. It plays havoc with our focus and attention too. Even when we aren't dealing with major crises, we still live in a tech-focused culture and we have unsupportive lifestyles and work styles around how we use our digital tools. These affect our output, performance, well-being, creativity and productivity. Then, at the present time, we're also experiencing a climate crisis, political instability and a pandemic, amongst other things. The pandemic is a real threat to our survival, so it naturally triggers our brain to go into survival mode. The need to distance means that many of us have a distinct lack of social support when we need it most. We also have new responsibilities and stresses, like money worries that we may not have had before. The news and social media are triggering our dopamine responses, and if the new Netflix documentary The Social Dilemma is anything to go by, these social tools are also creating a false sense of reality, so what we think is true for all is actually only true for us. Our capacity for focused attention is being compromised by these extra layers of stress, uncertainty and instability. So that means that we're succumbing to autopilot behaviours even more easily, and we're procrastinating even more than usual too. That's me included. The irony of creating a podcast about procrastination is that it took me double the time I usually take to create this episode. But what exactly is procrastination? Derived from the Latin word procrastinare, it means to put off until tomorrow. Procrastination also has roots in the ancient Greek word akrasia, which means to do against our better judgment. What that means is that when we procrastinate, we actively avoid doing something, but we also feel guilty for avoiding it, because we know we should be doing it. It's why we reach for our phones to dive down a social media rabbit hole, 
when we're meant to be doing that important piece of work. And it's why we end up rearranging our cupboards or find ourselves staring distractedly into the fridge when we should be doing our tax return. In both instances, we berate ourselves for getting distracted, but we can't seem to stop ourselves from doing it. It turns out procrastination isn't about being unable to manage our time or control our willpower. Instead, it's our emotional response to stress. Studies are revealing that procrastination is a coping mechanism for dealing with challenging emotions. It's basically a mood repair system. It's activated when we feel negative thoughts about the tasks or actions we're doing. These emotions could be rooted in fear, anxiety or insecurity, or simply manifest as boredom or tiredness. Whatever the emotion, they cause stress in our body as our brain battles against doing something it finds scary or uncomfortable, when it would rather be doing something that makes us feel safe or happy, even if it's only for a short time. At that moment in time, the short-term gain feels far more important than the longer-term outcomes we're striving for. Or at least that's what we're telling ourselves to escape the discomfort. Procrastination becomes a shortcut behaviour to help us feel better. But over time, these avoidance tactics can have a really detrimental impact on our mental health and well-being, as well as our productivity and performance. Research shows that when it becomes a default habit – Procrastination has a very negative, powerful influence on our moods, our stress levels, and our physiology. Next, let's consider what we can do when we encounter the dilemma of distraction. To support our productivity more intentionally, we need to build more supportive emotional habits. And we need to identify better emotional rewards that override our typical avoidance behaviours. If you find yourself procrastinating, here are three things that you can try out to help you reset your attention and get you back on track. The first step in resetting is to get curious. What are you feeling? Name the emotion that's making you want to avoid the task at hand. Why are you feeling this emotion? What is it about the task you're doing that's causing you to want to avoid it? You might be feeling nervous about how your client will react to a new piece of work or anxious about what finishing your tax return is going to reveal about your money situation. Get to grips with the real reason that you're procrastinating. Bring attention to the sensations in your body and mind. What's the root cause of what you're feeling and why? This little exercise in self-awareness brings the reason you're procrastinating into the spotlight, and by doing so, it reduces its hold over you. So acknowledge how you're feeling and name that emotion. The second step in resetting your focus is to zoom in. Your procrastination might come about because you're feeling overwhelmed by the task you have to do. So consider, what's the very next tiniest action that you can take to help you progress on your task? Keep your focus on the immediate and break down that task into its tiniest parts to make it feel more manageable and to help you get started on one tiny thing. Using the examples I gave earlier, Your next step could be as simple as completing one line item on your expenses sheet or logging into your account software or opening a presentation template for that pitch you're working on or choosing the typeface that you want to use for the piece of work you're creating. Motivation and momentum tends to happen only when we take action and not the other way around. So we need to take a first step, even if it's tiny, before we feel motivated to take more steps. And once we take more steps, 
that starts creating the momentum we need to keep going. This is a really important point to remember with anything that you're trying to get started with. The third step is to add friction. What obstacles can you put in the path of your procrastination tendencies? For example, if checking social media is your kryptonite, you could get drastic and delete these apps from your phone. Or you could simply put your phone in a drawer or another room when you're working. Or use a program to lock you out of social media channels on your browsers for a set time. You've got to make it really difficult to reach for these default avoidance tactics. If you don't put up barriers and put boundaries in place, you're basically setting yourself up to fail with procrastination. Instead, set yourself up to win by making the things that you want to do as easy as possible to get started on. That could be closing your email software and putting on some inspirational music that helps you concentrate for a few hours so that you can crack on with that important work. Remember that procrastination is something our brain was built to do, and some days will be more challenging than others to avoid it. So if you find yourself falling into old habits, do be kind to yourself. If you fall off the concentration wagon, as soon as you become aware that it's happening, try practicing those three steps again. And there's always another opportunity this afternoon, or tomorrow, or the next day, to practice getting it right again. The key is to keep practicing. Knowing that procrastination is connected to our emotions, and not our ability to be productive, means that we can improve our response to procrastination by building more supportive emotional habits and finding better emotional rewards than avoidance. We can build up our mental muscles and rewire our brain for focus and flow through practice. Incidentally, our focus faculties are also supported by our ability to move and to play. In future episodes, I'll be looking at ways that we can manage our propensity for procrastination better and things that we can do to develop our attention skills too. As always, thanks for listening. If you found this episode helpful, please do share with your colleagues, family and friends. If you want to hear more from me, then please visit growthsessions.co to sign up for monthly updates about the Creating Cadence podcast and to receive my free monthly guide of the same name. Until next time, take care out there. Bye for now.